I for NSF? I don't have you checked in. Uh, I think, let's see, are you field power capable or are you on grid and battery only? I am field power capable. Today I'm running around mobile. Um, but in answer to your question, most generators will have a scone rating or a decibel rating that will give you how loud it is in comparison to other generators. In your previous question that no one answered, um, gas and diesel generators range from the small ones that you can run um, a TV and radio off of, all the way up to things like a naval vessel that um, will come in and power a disaster area as well. Um, Kilo India 4, November Sierra Foxtrot. Thank you, KI4NSF. For now, let's give you uh, tactical call field 7-0. This is KF7CCC, net control. Field 5-8. Field 5-8, go ahead. One thing you have to watch with generators is if you're using a computer or something like that for logging your contacts, uh, field generators have a horrendous, what's called a magnetic force field, called the H pattern and it'll cause warbles and wobbles and things in your displays. K5DAR. Thank you, Field 5A. And yes, you definitely wouldn't want to have a large magnetic field around your computer. Um, let's see. Other people who have experience with generators, uh, how easy or hard are they to take into the field? And in particular, I'm looking for what would you sacrifice for lightness or need to have extra weight for on your generator that you wouldn't be consider doing without. I'm sorry, field 5-6. Field 5-6, go ahead. Field 5-6, N1ZZH. Um, well, I'll be straight with you. Uh, for most generators, the big problem is that they are fairly large, uh, heavy, and smelly. And you don't necessarily want to haul one around in anything other than a pickup or uh, some kind of a trailer or something of that nature. Uh, they've become very logistically difficult unless you're dealing with the really small generators, some of the small Hondas, um, some of the small, you know, really more designed for light camping stuff generators, in which case you get the lightweight and they're not quite so bad to move around, but you also don't have the peak power output uh, in one ZZH. Thank you, Field 5.6. Very informative. All right. Uh, how about generator features? I know some generators have more features than others. Um, what sort of features do you look for in a generator? Field 5-1. Field 5-1, please come. Field 5-1, November 5, Echo Golf X-Ray. You're looking, well, well, <clears throat> you're looking for, uh, you're looking for a generator that will put out both 110, 120 volts AC and 12 volts, or 13.6. Uh, 
Um, depending on what you're running, you may need both, uh, depending on your field operation. Additionally, you're also looking at the duty cycle, which, just like a welding machine, you don't want something that has a 50% duty cycle because it won't give you the output you need over the period of time you need con consistently. So you want something with at least 100% duty cycle. Continuous duty, it would be better. Um, a significant amperage rating for the load you're going to put on it, which may sound rudimentary, but if you're going to run two or three radios at once, bear in mind what your transport output amperage is going to be. Field 70. Field 70, please come. Is there a difference between continuous and 100% duty cycle that I'm not aware of? KI-4 and SF. Field 5-1 and 5-EGX. Yes. 100% duty cycle. Continuous duty means exactly that. It will put out the rated amount continuously. 100% duty cycle is not... Uh, while it may seem that it will put that out 100% of the time, that does not mean continuous running. Um, the terminology generates from the welding industry that started off the, the rash of gasoline and diesel-powered portable units about oh, 30, 40 years ago. People like Miller, Airco. Um, a continuous duty cycle will give you its rated power 100% of the time, from the time you turn it on until the time you shut it off. 100% duty cycle will not. It will, over time, slowly start to degrade as heat and load um, activate it. There's a treat, yeah, there's a, several articles on it. Uh, whose website? Both on the old Airco Welding Products website and... Um, Oh, good Lord. The people that make the big generators, I'm trying to remember. I want to say Generac, but no. It's a very fine distinction, but 100% duty cycle unit will not stay stable 100% of the time. Interesting information. Field 5-1, thank you very much. Uh, I'll let you close with your call, and then we'll move on. Field 5-1 N5EGX. Good stuff. That's uh, I never knew the difference between 100% and continuous. It uh, definitely is good to learn something like that tonight. Um, has anybody used their car as a generator? I know uh, there's a website for the Toyota Prius where they talk about using the Prius as a whole house generator. Uh, anybody with any information about that, please come now. This is KS7, CCC Net Control. Field 5-6, please come now. Uh, I've done it with an F-150, and a couple of friends of mine have done it uh, with various vehicles. Uh, fuel situation's not as bad as you would think, but there tends to be... What we tend to do is run the car uh, intermittent to charge batteries, and then use the batteries to run the radios, um, often using an inverter either to power uh, radios
radio power supplies at a distance to avoid the I-squared R loss in the line, or um, to run inverters, to run uh, secondary loads like lighting and one ZZH. Thank you very much. That's a good point. You want to keep your uh, voltage high as long as you're running a line, and then once you get closer to your radio, then you can have a lower voltage and uh, have uh, efficiency that way. Um, what about generator noise? Has anyone had any experience with uh, uh, generators that either are good at noise or cause a lot of noise? If so, please come with your call, uh, tactical call sign now. Field 5-5. Field 5-5, go ahead. I have a Jined uh, or a Oned 5,000-watt uh, gas generator, which was bought for something different than radio, but it is extremely loud. Nobody likes you, even when you're working at concession stand. You have to run it so far away from everything to hold the noise down so not a good choice for uh, radios but it does work uh, field 55 AK 6s field 62 field 62 go ahead yeah sherry has uh, has quite a bit of, of interesting background regarding very loud generators that were not made for radio um, comparing this question with the prior question, I spent two or else three years of net control for the Highline Trail event, uh, running off of battery it, um, for, uh, well, I, I guess I was at the finish line, but in the field, off-grid, running off battery, running an inverter, just exactly as it was described, uh, and running uh, my laptop off that inverter. I didn't have so much troubles with the generator making electrical noise. This was not so much uh, audible, but electrical. But apparently the inverter was creating some racket coming through the uh, laptop uh, power supply uh, to the laptop computer. It, it ended up that the, the 110 circuit, including the inverter, was not actually directly connected to my radio at all, but it kept uh, radiating enough racket that my radio was picking it up and transmitting whenever I keyed up. Uh, caused a lot of headache uh, for, for that entire event. So uh, I have, have used the car. It, it, he's right, it doesn't use as much fuel as you might expect. But you have to remember to uh, to shut it off if it's running quietly. You can't let it run for too long because otherwise you're just wasting fuel. It's it's not charging the battery any longer and uh, it's not giving you any extra power. It's just idling at zero miles per gallon. WB4 ZKA. Thank you, Field 62. All right. Um, I guess that brings up the question, uh, how long do generators run? I guess if you have an infinite fuel tank sitting around, uh, you've got, you can run as long as you want, as long as your generator is rated for continuous duty. Um, but at some point they're going to run out of fuel, 
what do you do with your generator when you run out of fuel? Do you have a, a battery in circuit so that you keep uh, power while you're refueling, or uh, do you just shut everything down? Um, what do people do?
Field 5-6. All right, we've uh, done a lot about generators. Let's move on. I think the second most popular thing on the list was solar. Uh, I, it looks like there are at least two classes of solar power stations. There are the ones that use large solar panels, and they have a whole bunch of inverters and auxiliary batteries and controllers. And then there are simpler systems that have a, a more portable solar panel, maybe with a single battery backup. So let's start with the, the simple solar panel. Um, if I wanted to get a simple solar panel, what sort of, uh, where would I go to get it, and what sort of price would I be looking at? Sounds like people who have their solar panels didn't uh, pay for them. Uh, so where did you get them? If you've had experience using a solar panel in the past, where did you get that experience? Field 6-2. Field 6-2, go ahead. Well, actually, I did not lift mine off the back of a truck while someone wasn't looking. I bought mine uh, secondhand. Of the four panels I bought, I, I think I averaged uh, $20 per panel, uh, different sizes. But they had largely been used up from a professional or from a commercial standpoint. And I just needed something to experiment with and see if I could cobble something together. So out of the four I got one that I use uh, when camping oh, once this past season, but it's capable of uh, topping off the charge on the trailer, and a couple that are significantly lower power but are fun to play with. WB4ZKA. Thank you very much. Um, so what's a reasonable size for a solar panel if I wanted to run a radio? Uh, I'm assuming I can't run 100 watts out of a, a solar panel, but uh, if I wanted to charge, say, a 12-volt uh, marine battery or something like that, what would be a reasonable size solar panel to get? Field 6-7. Field 6-7, go ahead. Probably depend upon however your use is. I use a 15-watt panel I bought at Harbor Freight, a little under $100, and it keeps my recreational vehicle battery topped off for about a week. You can go bigger ones. I know Harbor Freight has a 45-watt three-panel set you can get, so it kind of depends on what you're going to be doing with it. KF7JGO. That makes sense. All right, it's good to know that your 15-watt panel keeps your uh, RV battery up top for about a week. Um, let's see. Has anyone run into any voltage regulation issues with solar panels? I know I, I met one guy who uh, said the solar panel uh, voltage changed with uh, 
brightness. So has anyone run, run into that and done anything to counteract that? around on an HT and you walked 
near something that blocked your signal. Uh, maybe you just turned around. But I think we got it basically at 30 watts of solar panels to a regulator to a battery, and uh, it sounded like, you know, quick intermittence didn't really cause a problem, and then used the battery for uh, longer-lasting things. Another problem with solar panels is that uh, they can be uh, a little bit unwieldy and a little bit fragile. Are there any uh, techniques that you use to keep your solar panels from getting damaged while you're shipping them into the field? This is KF7 CCC Net Control. Field 70. Field 7-0, go ahead. Um, also, a comment about your last question. If you don't have any type of regulator on it, if you leave it hooked up to your battery after it goes dark, the solar panel will start drawing power from that um, unless you put something like a diode on it. Um, but for shipping the, the panels, original packaging. KI-4 and SF. All right, that makes sense. Um, are there good solar panels and bad solar panels? Is there, uh, or good parts of the system or bad parts of the system? If I wanted to, is there a reason to pay more than minimum price for a solar panel? Any information about that? Please come now. Field 5-8, go ahead. Uh, bear in mind I'm not an expert in this at all, and, and I remember reading, and I'm drawing a lot of deep, 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 deep memory, memory that solar cells are only about 78 to around that neck of the woods of efficiency. If you're trying to get to a 92, 93%, uh, they jump in price by a whole bunch, about four or five times the cost. There's quite a leap in there, and there's not much in between. And then there's the real, real low ones that are only getting about 40% that you can buy through the home the home centers. There's speed lower than that, and the others be cheaper. So there's about three different levels of them. And so just be careful what you buy. K5DAR. And I guess what that means then is if you're uh, shopping for solar panels, you should start shop by uh, wattage or amperage and uh, then look at the size of the thing that you uh, is the amperage or wattage that you need. And if it's too big, then you go up at a higher price level. But if it's not, then you take that one. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, next, let's move on. I know uh, one person at least, maybe two, said they had experience with wind. And... Anyone else has experience with hydroelectric power, or uh, someone else said hand crank power? Um, let's hear a little bit about those. Anybody with experience with any of those systems? Please come now. 
not sure there is a field, uh, a, a wind farm. I know that they use uh, uh, wind turbines with some citrus groves. I've never quite understood why. It seemed to be the opposite of uh, the smudge pots that, that keep them from freezing. So I can't answer it. Um, now, there is the farm out east. I guess it's, is it on, I think it is. It's on I-10. Uh, out around the California state uh, state line, a lot of fun watching that. The uh, 60, 80 foot long blades spinning around. Uh, the death on birds. WB4 ZKA. Thanks a lot. Uh, field six one. I'm not sure if that answered your question, but uh, I'll check in with you and see if it did. Uh, this is Field 6-1. Uh, I guess it sort of answers it, although why you'd use windmills in a citrus grove is beyond me. But the uh, location I'm referring to is just north of the north half of the 202, as opposed to the, um, the southern part. I think it's Red Mountain is the 202 on the north side. Uh, just before it gets to Power Road, uh, if you're driving out towards Power Road, you look to the left, you'll see windmills. I just assumed it was a windmill farm. Uh, but, yeah, I guess that answer is good enough for government work. KD7ETH. All right, thanks, Lee. Any other questions or comments on field power non-batteries? Please come down. Field 16. Field 60, go ahead. In a semi-answer to Lay's question, uh, you know, inher inherently Arizona doesn't have much wind, but uh, if you're going to see uh, windmills and stuff like that, they're going to be by uh, where the wind uh, creates a, is a venturi, wind between mountains or something like that, uh, where the air is actually squeezed and creates some wind, and you'll see uh, windmills and stuff like that at the uh, the back end of that. So. Uh, that area that she's referring to might be inherently windy. Uh, W0 on WA. That's true. Uh, anywhere there's localized wind, I guess you could set up a wind farm and uh, maybe it will be worthwhile. All right, any other questions on field power non-batteries? Please come now. Field 5-8. Field 5-8, go ahead. Just more of a comment on this battery relationship. As long as they keep making all these radios to work at 12 volts, I don't think we're going to get away from batteries. Somewhere in that string that the energy gets to whatever is making the energy to where the ultimate use point will be, we generally have a battery stuck in there somewhere. If it's not just a ballast to take care of the highs and lows, or it's actually providing the uh, energy. K5DAR. That's true, and... Uh when you've got a handheld, you definitely need a standalone power source to uh, keep you uh, keep you going because you don't want to be tied down with a wire. Any other comments or questions on non-battery field power? Please come now. Field six five. Field six five. Go ahead. Yeah, your question regarding the cases and stuff. The Pelican cases are great with the foam on the inside and the orange outside, or or even something like uh, Rhino or something like that cases that are used for uh, instruments like 
for keyboards and stuff would be great for like solar power because you got the foam on the inside, uh, a hard case outside, or maybe metal edges or something to help uh, keep those things from shattering or breaking in transport. N7 PSW. That's a good case. A uh, good point. Find a case that uh, fits your solar cell, and uh, that'll keep it from breaking if it happens to roll around in the back of your truck. All right, anybody else with comments or questions on field power non-batteries before we proceed? Field 5-2. Field 5-2, go ahead. In regards to uh, the question from Lee, those uh, wind generators around the Citrus, they're not uh, blown by the wind. They cause wind, and it keeps the air moving so that frost does not form on the Citrus trees. Aha, uh -huh, I think that explains it. All right, I'll let you close with your call sign, and we'll go on. KF7FAL. Good stuff. Okay. Any other comments or questions? Please come now. Field 5-6. Field 5-6, go ahead. Another comment in regards to cases. Uh, you can take um, plywood and 1x4 or 2x4 and screw, use uh, something like deck screws to hold it all together. Uh, if you really want to do a hinge, you can use door hinges on it on the bottom side and use um, Velcro, just Velcro straps across on the top side. Staple one side, put Velcro on the other side. Um, use half-inch plywood and be pretty darn near indestructible. Uh, it's also a lot cheaper than the solutions that have been suggested so far. As, as a general comment on non-battery fuel power, uh, the reason that batteries are so common is most of the um, sources that we're talking about are better at producing a lot of power for a short period of time or a small bit of power for very long periods of time. And by using batteries, we can get something that has the appropriate um, use cycle for things like radios and lighting, which is what we need power for in the field, uh, N1ZZH. Thank you very much. That's a good thing to remember, and definitely I like the idea of uh, plywood and 1x4s. That sounds a lot cheaper if I want to carry a solar cell around than uh, something like uh, a... Uh, dedicated case and I, actually I think I remember my dad had a solar cell in the back of his van uh, his uh, truck one time he had a, a cap on the cap the back and uh, he had mounted it on there using uh, I think uh, a couple of pieces of well, one by four as a frame and uh, then bungee cords to keep it from moving around so I guess depending on how you want to do it your options can go uh, pretty much as cheap as you want to get all right, any other questions or comments on field power? This is KF7, CCC, Net Control. Well, we've heard a lot about uh, different kinds of ways to power your uh, equipment when the batteries are dead. When your event lasts longer than the batteries you brought, there are still ways to, to power the radio. Uh, we've heard some of the advantages and disadvantages of many power sources. Uh, 
I would encourage you to become familiar with the field power sources. Even if you don't own one, you might find yourself using one in the future. I know last time at field day, I was uh, looking to change the, the gas in the generator, and it helps if you know about how to do that. In such a situation, knowing about the different kinds of field power will help you communicate long after the Energizer Bunny dies. announcements for that. If so, call with your FTC call sign only. K5DAR. 70 Jeff. K5DAR, go ahead. This is for CERT members out there. Our meeting has been moved to Thursday at 6 o'clock, 6.30 at the fire building at 12th Street, just south of the uh, Jefferson. That's a change from Monday, K5DAR. All right, thank you, Daryl. And Dennis, K7EGS, uh, go ahead. Thanks, Andrew. Hey, guess what? I'm not going to be uh, soliciting for help for NDMS. But I do want to take a minute and just thank everybody who participated in the net. We learned a lot, and everybody did a great job, and... I think we took the amateur out of the meaning of amateur radio on Thursday. Thanks a lot, guys, and hope everybody else gets a chance to participate next time. KE70JF. Thank you, Dennis. I had a good time doing that, too, and I'd recommend it to anybody who gets a chance. Any other announcements for the net? Please come now. repeaters next Monday evening at 9 o'clock, wherein the topic will be, How Low Can You Go? My thanks to W7AYU, my alternate net control station tonight. I appreciate your help and support. All stations, who would like to experience, who would like experience in the alternate net control chair? I'm asking for a volunteer tonight to help next week. If you'd like to try your hand at alternate net control next Monday night, call now. N7NTM and N7LQK. All right, Donna, I'll put you and Dennis down for alternate net control. Thank you very much. And uh, I think I have your emails, but if not, uh, well, I'll dig them up. I think I know how to get in touch with you. All right, expect an email from net control next week. In any case, have a pen and notepad handy or a computer spreadsheet open next week. This has been the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. You can find a recording archive of this net and other net information at www.aen-mar.org. For more information on Arizona ARIES, go to www.az-arrl.org forward slash secure. Go sign up for practical hands-on experience in public service events with the Maricopa County Emergency Communications Group at www.mcecg.net. While you're there, click on the AZ HamServe button on the front page to sign up for the AZ HamServe email group to receive bulletins and notices about the net and other public service topics. Thank you to all net stations for participating this evening. All stations are free to stand down and secure. Thanks to the Arizona Repeater Association for letting us use this repeater. Thanks also to the general amateur radio community for cooperating with the net. This is Net Control closing the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa and returning these frequencies in auto patch to general amateur use. Good night. This is KF7 CCC. <laughs>